Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Professional People Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Diederich. On this episode, we have on guest Jackie Calise from CTA Digital Marketing. Jackie is in my B&I group and is an absolute beauty of a person. I can't wait for you guys to listen about her story and how she helps business owners with their online digital presence. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Professional People Podcast. I have on Jackie Calise from CTA Digital Marketing. Jackie, thanks so much for coming on today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Excited about joining here and talking to you about uh, digital marketing. I love digital marketing. So, Yes, yes. And just so everyone knows, me and Jackie are in the same networking group, same BNI group. So we've known each other for a little bit over a year, and she's absolutely amazing at what she does. Jackie, how about you tell the audience exactly how, how you help business overs over there at CTA Digital Marketing? So basically, I actually, my background is I started with uh, going to school for engineering. So I'm really technical and really workflow and really helping people with pain points. So I try to look at someone's um, issue in the sense that maybe there's an obstacle and then what kind of technology can we throw at it to fix it? And then with that kind of mindset, marketing is kind of um, not just also throwing tools, but actually, you know, kind of like drawing the customer in and buy your product. So it's like two different things. So I have the uh, technical background because that's my training. My passion really is more artistic in the sense like I like marketing, I like beautiful things, I like presenting things that are um, desirable and people want to get or want to buy. And then also I love helping small businesses succeed and helping them, you know, get customers and make a profit. Yeah, that's awesome. And I do a lot of our marketing over here and it's just I really like the the way you describe that from your engineering background and taking a systematic approach to to helping small businesses with their marketing efforts. I'm curious as to why you believe that a strong online presence is so important for these small businesses that you work with. I think now more than ever, it's necessary and COVID has kind of shown us that where it's kind of thrown us 10 years into the future embracing technology. Um, first of all, it gives a lot of business a bigger base, right? So it doesn't have to be just local, attract a bigger customer base, right? And then second of all, it's just, uh, I mean, the days are long gone for the yellow pages. When people are looking for customers, they go online. Everybody's on the mobile phone or the computer, everything's found on the internet. So it's crucial as, you know, the pandemic has shown to You really have to be comfortable with technology. You have to have a good grasp of it. And it's really not complicated. And that's one of the things I'm really passionate about is just kind of like letting people know it's not that expensive. It's not that complicated. And yes, it's necessary for you to be comfortable with it. And it's just a learning point, a learning curve. It's like anything in life. Yeah, that's awesome. I I totally agree with you. what do you think like two or three main aspects that you think all businesses and small businesses should have as part of their online presence? Everybody needs to have a website. And this is kind of like a lot of people will say, well, oh, I have a Facebook page or I have an Instagram account. No, you need a website. That's the foundation. 
And the reason your website is a foundation is it's a tool. Your website is a tool that you own. Um, your Facebook account, unfortunately, is not yours. <laughs> you can get in trouble and Facebook will lock you out. And any of those free things, those are not yours. And with the, with the website, it's a tool. And it's a tool for you to collect data that you own. So this is really what I like to let people know. It's like, you are actually putting data out there, but you don't know how to manipulate and how to understand that data. And with an engineering background, like data nowadays is gold. So with data, it allows you to understand your clientele. Once you have a better understanding of your clientele, then you can actually offer them you know, deals. You can sell them stuff. You can actually communicate to them. You can retain them and you can grow them. Once you have a good referral base of good customers, they can actually help you bring businesses in. So site, that's the starting point. And then you can branch off to social media. Social media is indirect marketing. That's kind of like giving your um, customers a heartbeat on what's happening with you. If you have promotions, if you have news, just kind of like, and sometimes customers give you ideas on how to expand and grow, or if they have a pain point, then it's a good place for you to communicate with them. And then the last part, SEO, which is more technical. Um, and I usually lose people with this one, but if you're a local business, search engine optimization is a mess. It's actually a bigger deal than social media. People go to social media because they understand it. it's easy to go create your Facebook, you know, keep in touch with their customers. With SEO, you need a really a heavy technical background, but it is essential because everybody's going on Google Map, everybody's going through Google Images. This is how customers are finding you, and you need to optimize that as a business if you're really serious about increasing your digital presence online. How people are finding you, right? They're going on to, you know, Google Maps and they're saying um, insurance company near me, right? And then TDA should be showing up. <laughs> so you see how I threw that in there, Dan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. And when you're, when you're talking about this SEO stuff, it's super important. And it's kind of twofold, right? You have the paid SEO, which is what you pay Google to, to boost you up in the rankings. But then you also have your own content, organic content with, with the, that you got to fill up with the keywords that you're trying to hit on, right? Exactly. So if you have a face, if you have a, a website, your website, all these keywords in there somehow, ideally you have a blog and you're talking about all these different things, flooding in a local area, what to do, you know, flooding prevention methods, different types of flooding insurance. You know, you have all these key links because when someone's looking, they're going to have a combination of different words. You want yours to be able to pop up. And people search sometimes in the craziest ways, right? <laughs> so, you know, it's not necessarily someone's going to say a barbecue restaurant spelling it all out near me. They might just say BBQ restaurant. So you have to kind of like play around with combinations. And there's tools out there that'll tell you popular ways that people popular keywords. Um, but it's not something someone can actually figure out themselves. You need somebody, this is what they do, they understand people's habits and their search habits. And that has to be included and it has to be directed towards your website. So you're absolutely right, yeah.
Yeah, and you make a good point there too, uh, talking about the keywords. And like, for example, in our industry, uh, like car insurance, Mm-hmm. The State Farm, Geico's, they buy up all of the pay-per-click for, for car insurance. But if you can find the long tail search, like you were talking about, the weird ways people search, car insurance, Wad Lake, car yeah. insurance, how do I cover my car? How do I get insurance to get my license plates? If you can find the, the real niche search, like you were talking about, Mm-hmm. then you can set yourself apart from the big guys. So I thought that was a really good point that you made. And, and it's very true. So like for you guys who have, you know, car insurance in Oakland County and Wayne County uh, in Detroit. So you'll be searching it. And that's the, the beauty of being local because you localize it to your specific audience. And most people are going to want to work with somebody in the local area anyways, because you know, you're more knowledgeable about the local events that are happening. Like, look what's been going on the past two, three weeks. I'm sure you guys have been pretty busy. <laughs> with, yeah. Um, yeah, with the flooding that's been happening locally. And other places, it's forest fires. So each mm-hmm. part of the country is unique. Yeah, and it's back to, like, your other point earlier about the yellow pages, that what you are saying is that online searching is like the yellow pages, but if you yeah. can show up and as a top rank search in your local community, it's like showing up in the first page of the yellow pages in the old days. It is, it is pretty much, that's what it is. And then um, some people just, they don't understand how it works. They're scared of it. So they kind of bury the head in the sand. Uh, it's not that complicated. It is crucial to a business. People usually ask me what's better. Uh, is it social media, SEO? SEO, especially if you're local based business. Facebook and Instagram, if you want to reach a bigger audience, yes. But of course, obviously you have um, more competition. Yes, you can narrow your ads demographically, et cetera, et cetera. But I definitely recommend SEO to local businesses. Well, I think you'll agree with this, but I think in my opinion, the best is a combination of all three, having a great website, using SEO, having good organic content on your blog to, to help build that SEO and then having a good social media presence because in today's day, you got to be able to meet the consumer where they're at and you could they could be in any one of those three places. Absolutely. You're absolutely right, Dan. Exactly. You need all three. It's all part of the package. Um, I, I love to focus on the website first just because it's integral to everything. If you are on Facebook, you should be directing your traffic to your website. SEO, you're, you're driving traffic to your website. A big part of that is you're collecting the data. You own the data. You can manipulate and utilize the data that's coming in there. And then it can allow you to use, use your website as a tool because once you get the traffic, it's about conversion, right? Now you want to take those clients and make them into full clients, not just visitors, not just traffic. So a big part of it is also getting those clients to be able to either purchase something and make it easy to purchase, either set an appointment, you know, if you're a contractor, you want somebody to be able to book an appointment. Instead of going back and forth, back and forth, trying to figure when to make an appointment for somebody to come cut your back. If it's making payments, make the payments easy. If it's customer service, make have a chat bot. So somebody has a question, they can just enter it have the question answered. And then people love to do business with people who make things easy for them, right? Because I'd rather give my electrical issue 
to an electrician who lets me set an appointment for them just to come to my house instead of calling, leaving a message, waiting, missing their call, you know. But if somebody can tell me, here's a schedule, here's my appointment, book an appointment, and then I have somebody show up. And then you can even just go on my website and make a payment. Easy breezy. So it's all three combined. And then you have a centralized location to be able to really serve your customer by making it easy to make appointments, by you know, making payment management easy for them which means it's also easy for you. So you can collect payments and you can track it easily. And then also the whole retention and growth is in there, right? So you can actually be able to communicate with your customer and send them, you know, little timbits of specials, information, you know, news of what's happening with you and your company and just kind of maintain that relationship. And I think, you know, for a lot of business owners who especially have been around for a while, they may not know where to start with any of this stuff, right? But that's where you can come in and help. And you can offer help in all three of the categories we talked about, and also cost customizing their website to include whatever features they want, whether it be a chat box or a scheduling. And these are all things that can help boost their business and they can take off their plate as a business owner and offset to you and you work with them to make the whole thing how they want it, but optimized, right? Exactly, because as a business owner, you're busy. So the most valuable thing is your time, right? You don't want to be caught with administrative overhead. You don't want to spend too much time on that. If you can have a, a scheduling calendar where people make their own appointments, that's time taken away that you don't have to spend having to go back and forth perfect that's it's beautiful you don't have to be checking you know your your i don't even know if people are doing voicemail anymore but you know what i mean <laughs> so stuff like that so administrative tasks make those as easy as possible like when i take clients on i really push them to take on a full package in the sense that you really get the best part of the, out of it because we try to get them into a crm a customer relationship management tool so you can keep track of all your customers in a centralized location and it all starts from your website as, as crazy as that is but once you get all that stuff in there you can get a bookkeeper you can then try and figure out what you're most profitable on what are your top three selling um, items and then once you focus on that you can actually grow so we're here for the long run we're not just here to sell you a website we actually really want to streamline your business, not just on the digital presence part, but also help you grow for the long term. And that's all just using technology. And, and I think, not, go ahead. It's not hard. <laughs> yeah, just call Jackie, right? <laughs> yeah, like I, and then I have a team too. Um, a lot of people don't realize I have a team. It's not just me, I'm more like an account manager, right? So I'll get in an SEO guy to talk to somebody if that's what they're interested in. With a CRM, I have a CRM person who onboards the clients and gets them to use it to understand how it functions completely um, and so forth. Even if you wanted a logo and you're like, Jackie, I don't like your vision. I can get somebody in <laughs> and they can specifically do that. I'm just kind of like the central person that people usually talk to. And then once you're on board, I'll send them to um, 
to our specialists. Sure. And but I was going to make a point, rewind a little bit. It's all these things I think that we're talking about, mm-hmm. I think people can get caught up, especially if you don't know much about it, is you're not going to get immediate overnight results, right? You can't just plug in a website or create a social media page and it automatically be working how it should. Mm-hmm. It's a long, long-term play like you were talking about. And that's why you need someone by your side for the long run. Because yeah. your website, your social media, that should all evolve over time and grow as you grow as a business. Yeah, that's a great point, Dan. Thanks for bringing that up. Like SEO, we don't make a guarantee that you're going to show up on the first page of Google. We can't, we, we cannot do that. You have companies that are throwing a lot of money for those key, those search words that you're talking about. So part of it is organic growth too, and that takes time. And that can take from six to 12 months for you to really see a visible traction. So it's ongoing. It's not something that is immediate. It does take time. It does take work. Um, but it's like with anything with your business, it's not overnight, right? It's not magical that suddenly you have all this money in your bank. <laughs> it, took, it took time. Um, I think the key is you have to start doing it. I think that's the part where maybe people are stuck. They don't understand where to begin, how to start it. Um, of course, you know, you can contact me. I can, I can send you in the right direction. I guess a big part for me is I just want to kind of educate and let people know these tools are available. They're here to help you. They're not that expensive. They're not that um, complicated. And it does take a time investment to, to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Are the, you talked about earlier how the pandemic kind of forced people's hand and, and made digital presence so much more important than it already was in pre-pandemic. Are there any specific industries that you've seen that really need help with their online presence and navigating this post-pandemic world? A little bit. I think everybody. Um, I was reading an article that, especially within the United States, like it's a, a, a crazy that where we're like adopted it like 20%. So compared to other countries, we're behind in adopting a lot of the technologies from not just like websites and SEO, but utilizing different payments options, utilizing CRMs for small businesses. A lot of people, especially businesses that have been here for a long time, they see things, they've grown, it worked, so if it ain't broke, why fix it? <laughs> like why, <laughs> why change something? And in a sense, it's been like that. It's been working, and the pandemic did change. It changed restaurants, for example, right? Restaurants were shut down. You couldn't go to a restaurant now. Restaurants had to rely on technology. They had to have, you know, technology with their websites that could, you could do takeouts. You could, you know, have payment processing through the websites. We offer apps too. You can have your own app for a restaurant where people can just order within, do the payment, and then just come pick it up. Now we offer an interesting option where you can actually book a table too. So that way you can see the tables that are booked in a restaurant. And then that way a restaurant can kind of predict that in advance, amount of people inside for spacing requirements. So restaurants is one of them. Gyms is another one. Anything that really required a physical presence, a lot of those... Um, businesses were affected. So yeah, I wanted to ask you, you talked about how you have an engineering background and Mm -hmm. I just wanted to ask how you navigate 
running a business, having a full-time job, and being a mom to those kids of yours? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. It's crazy. It really is. I don't know. It's like just on a day-to-day. That's all it is. Maybe sometimes, sometimes it's minute by minute, honestly, like what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It's like, you just show up and you're just like, okay, we'll just get through the next 10 minutes and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm just take it second by second, right? Second by <laughs> second, it. I swear, I swear there's so many things that are always happening. Like if you think too much about it, like I freeze, you know, like some people, I just freeze when I get overwhelmed. So I just, I'm like, nope, just take it minute by minute, second by second. And then before you know it, the day's over and you've actually done it, so. What advice would you what advice would you give to someone who wants to start something on the side but doesn't want to quit their full-time job? I'll say do it. Absolutely do it. Go ahead, do it. Don't think too much about it. Don't like overanalyze it. Some people get um, analysis paralysis because they're like, I gotta have this business plan. Just dive in, do it. Join B and I. It teaches you other things, right? You get to make some great friendships. You get to network. You get a support system too. People who actually encourage you and believe in you. Um, so definitely a networking group is crucial. Uh, and, and do it. And, you know, and then you'll get your first client. And then you get your second client. And then before you know it, you have, you know, 10 clients. And you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. So... Yeah, you've been not only a great member of our BNI group, but you've been a great help to a lot of business owners out there. So you should be proud of yourself. I wanted to ask you what what's been your favorite part on the longest ride of helping business owners with their online presence? I like when business owners are like happy. I like when they're I help them with a problem, like I help them gain more clients. Um, I like giving them solutions to their everyday problems and pain points. Um, I like making a difference. Um, I like connecting people. I've helped different businesses connect that help each other out. Like I'll, I'll have one business where they're like, I need a lawyer. Oh, I have this lawyer client that I'm working with and they can interact and help you. Um, I like helping business owners understand the technology they're working with. The next thing they're, they're telling me how to do it. They're like, oh, Jackie, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> I figured this out. And then sharing whatever it is that they figured out. So a big part of it, I just, I really like to help people. It's just a natural thing that makes me happy. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you've been great with sharing your story, CTA's story and how you help business owners and what some things they can do to help themselves with their online presence. First off and foremost, by giving you a call. But Jackie, let's end it up today with one, one piece of advice you have for professional people out there. Um, don't do everything yourself. Delegate. You know, If you have to delegate your marketing, delegate it. Don't try to do it. If you have to find a bookkeeper, find a bookkeeper. If you have to find an accountant, find an accountant. And that frees you up. It gives you more time. So then that way you can focus on what you're good at. That's great advice. Thanks again for coming on, Jackie. You're a great guest. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. Had a great time. Thanks for listening. And remember, 
keep it professional, people. <laughs>